The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, they, they, they stand like sentinels keeping watch over the prairies, but there are fewer and fewer of them. And because of that, more and more work is being done to save some of the ones that are left. Just yesterday, the Alberta Wheat Pool Grain Elevator in Spruce Grove, which was built back in 1958, was designated a provincial historic resource. It had been decommissioned back, uh, well, since 1995 and was set for demolition until it was bought by the Spruce Grove and District Agricultural Heritage Society. It became a tourist attraction and venue for events like fairs and and farmers markets. There are less than about 400 um, grain elevators across the prairies that remain. And our next guest has made a, a career by seeking out symbols of the prairie past, grain elevators, ghost towns, and abandoned buildings. In fact, photographer Chris Attrell has put together a list of some of the best across the prairies to photograph and my favorite is on the list hey chris welcome to the show hi hi nice to have you here what is it that um for you that grain elevators um have has has captured your imagination why is it that you've loved taking photos of these things well, I think it started when I was a kid because we moved to Spruce Grove. That was actually when I got excited about <laughs> grain elevators because they were they were so big and so colorful, and every town had one. That's where the seeds of me getting excited about these things started. I have no connection to farms or anything like that. <laughs> so, but and over the years, it kind of just kept growing and growing. Um, and uh, and 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 you've taken some absolutely stunning photographs of these. We're seeing less and less across the province. When you hear that that wheat that green elevator in Spruce Grove has been deemed a historic site, what do you think? Well, that one was exciting because, like I said, that's where I started my love of grain elevators. But I, I'm glad that they're able to save some of them because they're they're fire hazards. They attract rats, so you can't mm. save them all. But to be able to save some of them really excites me. That one's really neat because it's got the original, not the original, though, the cool-looking Alberta Wheat Pool logo on it, too, which makes it really neat to look at. So some of your favorites, uh, if you had to, to pick them out in Alberta, what would they be? Well, there's one way down south by Pincher Creek in a place called um, Rayleigh. It's the oldest grain elevator in Alberta. And as a bonus, it's got a mountain backdrop. But there's not really a town <laughs> there anymore. There's this grain elevator that just sits there for no reason. Can't figure out why. No train tracks either. Don't you wonder sometimes as you pull into these small towns and certainly the ones that are, are abandoned now, what life was like? I mean, that's what what that's what a lot of these do. And I'm, when I'm driving through the prairies, when you moved out here and you drive through a lot of these towns and you pull up and maybe it looks like there's, you know, 20 people at home and uh, at Christmas time, you know, when, when everyone is home, that's the population. But doesn't it make you wonder what it was like? 50, 60, 80, 100 years ago in this province or, you know, in, in Saskatchewan, Alberta or Manitoba? Oh, yes, I do that all the time, especially when I come across, like, ghost towns or these abandoned farmhouses. I try to imagine what it must have been like here Christmas 1949 or something like that. You know, you didn't have, like, telephones and stuff or definitely not the Internet. So sometimes, like, the grain elevator or the church or the community center was where you picked up all the week's worth of news. You really had to learn to get along with each other in those days because you really depended on each other, too. 
What have you learned about, um, you know, uh, Saskatchewan history, Alberta history, uh, through your documenting of these of these elevators? Well, the one thing that I really learned was that when, uh, like, every town had these green elevators. So that was, like, the draw to bring farmers to town. There's usually, like, a bar or a restaurant across the street. The <laughs> green elevators, in a way, for many years, was kind of like the social network. People came to town to sell their grain. That's where they'd meet up, get their grocery shopping, and do things. But the one thing I really learned of all the people I've talked to across the prairies is that back in those days, there was a certain amount of... Um, joy and um, contentment with life. There wasn't so rushed. It was very slow. It didn't take things mm. for granted. That's the thing I think I've taken out of this the most. Your 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 photographs and and I have to say um, on on your Saskatchewan list as I mentioned in the intro my favorite grain and I do have a favorite grain elevator even though I grew up in Thunder Bay or I spent a long time in Thunder Bay and there was there was a number of them there as you know in the 90s not as many a- anymore but uh, the one in Elbow Saskatchewan um, I just I whenever we visited Elbow as soon as we came around the corner I thought okay we're home we're going to we're going to relax a little bit that's you know where I got married the first time and we made sure that we had pictures taken in front of that grain elevator i mean it's such a huge part of that community and that one still has the logo on it there's very few grain elevators left there's even fewer with logos on it they've all been painted over yeah i know the elbow one very well but it's a cool one isn't it yeah, I mean, it's just such a great little spot uh, as well. Um, you have um, not only decided in your career to to photograph uh, grain elevators, but abandoned towns, all of that sort of thing. You know, uh, your book was Forgotten Saskatchewan. It became number one. It was the number one photo book uh, in Canada on Amazon in 2019. It, it seems that you are attracted to... You know this this history and almost maybe the the abandoned side of it, like j- just you know wondering about the memories that are that are there. Um, what is it that drives you to do you know abandoned farmhouses, abandon you know the old grain houses? You know what what is it? Well, I think those again those seeds got started when I lived in Spruceville because there used to be a ghost town out there called Carville Station. People moved in back back now. But that's when I really got fascinated by it, and to hear the stories about how they lived. But then, <laughs> unfortunately, we moved to Houston, and that's where I ended up living for many years. Oh, wow. Until I came back. And as soon as I came back, it was like, got my driver's license. I, I just started cruising back roads for fun, back in the old days before cell phones, too. And then you hear more and more stories. You find more and more buildings. I think what it is, I have a fascination with the fact that these people got usually off a ship in Halifax, got on a train, came all the way out here and built their house before winter. That was a really different kind of life. And they did it together, and they did it with joy. Yeah, isn't that the truth? I mean, when you when you look at, and, and it, yeah, you look at the history of this province and the people who have made, um, you know, this province and Saskatchewan and, and Manitoba, um, you know, it is really something out. It, it is so deep and it's so colorful. Um, and I, I don't think that we know the half of it most of the time. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Like, there's a few of us who go around and we're getting stories and we're trying to, like, you know, get more of the history and stuff. I've gotten a lot of the photography, but it is it is important because I think that um, 
you know, this is the problem. The Alberta history is so short, too. It's only like 110, 15 years old, you know, the mm-hmm. settler part anyway. And I hope we're going to be able to do this. And my next book, which is about grain elevators coming out in April, will hopefully capture a lot more of those stories. All right. Well, we'll be watching you for it, uh, Chris. And if people want to check out your work, and it's absolutely stunning, I just have to say, I'm just absolutely stunned blown away by your work you can check out your website at anywhere.ca all sorts of great information on there and you're also teaching classes aren't you yeah all over western canada so it makes it a lot easier <laughs> to explore when you're going to all these small towns <laughs> <laughs> well good for you say hi to uh, shonovan uh, saskatchewan for us and thanks for joining us this afternoon i appreciate it thanks for having me you betcha. Chris Trell joining us this afternoon. Again, uh, you need to check out. If you, I've always been a little fascinated, as I mentioned, by grain elevators. And so and the grain elevators have been in the news quite a bit uh, down in southern Alberta and out in Spruce Grove just over the past couple of weeks as people are trying to hold on to these and try to uh, to keep some of them alive. I mean, it is such a huge part of, of, of this province in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, even parts of Ontario and on, uh, you know, Lake Superior and look at uh, Thunder Bay, such a huge part of uh, of history. And, um, you know, that one in Elbow, Saskatchewan, again, Elbow, just a tiny, tiny uh, town in Saskatchewan on Diefenbaker Lake. It's north of Eyebrow, kind of north-ish of, of Moose Jaw. And um, I, I just always remember, as I said, you know, you'd come around the corner and you'd see this massive building and go, oh, I'm here. And, and I always think that there are places, there are places that we have ties to that that, that happens. Maybe it's your hometown. Maybe when you're going home, even this weekend, you come around a corner or you see something on the horizon and go, oh, I'm home now, right, in, in Thunder Bay. For me, it was when you saw the sleeping giant out in the harbor, right? It was like, nice. You have this connect to something. And I think a lot of people uh, do. Derek says, yeah, you know, know, the the grain elevators, you know, you look back and you think about, you know, the history, depression, um, the story of of how people lived. Uh, This text says, you know what? Um, In Inglis, Manitoba, there's seven elevators there. Peter from Wainwright Grain elevators are beautiful. They make me think of the past, and I like to research them as well, says Peter. It makes me sad when they go up in flames like the one in Marengo yesterday. Another Derek says, "Did you do you know if the grain elevator from Corner Gas is going to get saved? I don't know, but uh, we'll find out. Dan says, the most memorable grain elevator for me was the one next to Calgary tra- Trail that had... What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul on it? That's from Dan this afternoon. So, yeah, it's just, you know, there's there's ties, especially if you've, you know, been, if you've driven across the prairies and you come into some of these old towns, you know, on the left-hand side, I mean, if you're driving west on the left-hand side, you know, the grain elevator's there. On the other side, there's a little general store. Terry says, Jay St. Paul had two elevators, a... Uh, 
United grain growers in a wheat pool sad that they're gone. A skate, part is repl- skate park is replaced on that spot. And Sarah says uh, St. Albert's elevators have the logo as well. 780-496-0063. And Perry says, Jay, I love it when you bring up Elbow, Saskatchewan, because that's home for me too, as I grew up in a small town about 25 miles south of there. I feel the same way as you do when you see that elevator, because I know that I'm getting close to home. And maybe, maybe I'm just being a little sentimental because it's Thanksgiving weekend and, um, you know, I miss family back home. Haven't seen them in a long time. But, uh, yeah, I just thought we could talk uh, a little bit uh, about uh, Alberta history and those, those beautiful elevators, those elevators that still dot the prairies. Not near as many as there used to be, only about 400 uh, on the prairies. But, again, I urge you to check out Chris's website at anywhere.ca. He's put up a beautiful four-minute video as well spectacular check it out